Hey guys, real quick before we get started, we are doing a free giveaway for listeners between now and May 31st. Cash prizes, free swag, Yacht Meetup tickets, San Diego Padre tickets, and more. All you got to do to qualify is go to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and drop a five-star review. Send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com and we'll be selecting lucky winners May 31st. As always, I appreciate the support. Now let's jump into the show. Remember this when you're raising money, a confused mind doesn't act. And so what I mean by that is if you look at all these apartment syndicators out there, they have waterfalls and all these complex returns. And if we hit this you know, target, then you're going to get this return and preferred. It's confusing. Investors have a lot of questions like, what is this and what is that? Yeah. A lot of times these operators, I've heard them on calls. They don't even know how to explain their own returns. Where, where's this waterfall going? What's going on? With yeah. Waterfall? Yeah. Welcome to the Rich Summers Report, where we talk real estate, business, and wealth building, all while keeping it real. No fluff, no BS. I hope that you enjoy the show. So with, with Summers Capital now, is it are they individual syndications per deal, or did you guys do a fund, or like, let's just talk about that yeah. real quick. So the f- right now, we're going to do individual deals. If we take down a few more hotels, and we have a few more in the pipeline... I'd love to explore the idea of creating a launching a opportunity hotel fund. Um, so that way we just have hot money that's ready to go to work. But as for now, it's just single asset. But uh, the way that we're taking down these deals is a little bit unique. So our business model is the steep value add stuff. So we know if we find the right deal, we can buy it at a discount and we have room to really, really grow that NOI and force that appreciation. We actually will not uh, solicit equity or give offer equity to our investors. We'll bring in investors. We'll give them a great return. The last one we did was 20% fixed return paid monthly, which is great. I mean, right now in this economy, I don't know where else you're going to find a fixed 20% return paid monthly. You're definitely not getting that in the stock market. And you're not getting that in crypto. So anyways, that's kind of how we're taking those deals. So we'll source, you know, seller finance on the front end, and then we'll go to our investors and source the equity, the renovation, the holding costs, all that sort of thing, reserves. We'll raise that from them and we'll create an investor LLC, which will lend to the hotel LLC secured by a promissory note. We'll personally guarantee it. And by doing that, we're able to use that capital and go take down these deals and own 100% day one without using any of our money. Now, there's a risk to doing that, right? One is if you go to refi and there's a gap or a shortage in the valuation and the new loan proceeds and being able to pay off the first loan and your investor loan, well, what are you going to do, right? So you got to have some backup options. So we know a lot of our investors are friends, family, personal investors of ours. If there's ever a gap, we can offer X amount to the investors to convert them from debt to equity to stay in the deal. Or worst case scenario, if there's ever like a black swan event or some crazy recession, we can go to them and be like, look, guys, obviously we can't forecast everything, but here's what we're willing to do. Work with us. We'll work with you. And let's cash flow this thing and let's sell or refi at a more opportune time. And so for me, I'm like, hey, let's get in these deals. Let's buy the right ones. Let's make sure we have enough value add to and buffer for air to where we can miss a little bit and still be fine. But push come to shove, if we got into a crazy scenario, we cross that bridge when we get there and we'll figure it out. We, we got a cool team and we're all about pivoting. Yeah. And I, you know, I and was just going to say one quick thing on that. And it, it applies to the short term rentals too, which is why I want to say it real quick. And then I know mm-hmm. he's, he wants to ask some questions. So the biggest thing, guys, in real estate, whether it's these boutique hotels or single family homes or whatever, is you have to know your numbers. Like, I don't know if you pulled that out from what Richard was just saying, but like, when you're analyzing deals, I can't tell you the number of people that hit me up in DMs 
and they're like, Hey, I bought this deal and they'll send me a link to a listing and they're like, it's not making money. And I'm like, okay, how did you underwrite the deal? And they're like, well, the broker told me it was going to bring in this expenses were roughly this. I'm like, no, that doesn't count. Like you have to analyze every single deal and then you want to stress test it just like Rich was talking about. So it's like, okay, we're confident it's going to do this. If it does this, what does that look like? If it does less than that, where is like my break point? Right. And like stress test all of your deals. Right. So like make sure that you are running numbers. And I've said it a few times on the podcast and we keep hammering that home, especially now. It's super important now because we're in this weird shifting market like Rich was talking about. So you've got to know your numbers going into a deal. So again, I've got the links in all my bios. I've been yelling it from the rooftops. I will give you my deal analyzer for free. Like just go use it. It's strsecrets.com slash resources. Just please run numbers for the love of God, like run your numbers first. And then you're going to be able to, especially if you're going to start trying to raise money, like investors are going to want to see your pro formas and your projections. And if you don't have that, it's like, well, what are we talking about, dude? So sorry, E, I stole your thunder there, but I, nah, I, I no had to get that off my chest. <laughs> no worries. And I think like, honestly, one, I now understand why seller financing is a, is a necessary component to your model, right? Mm-hmm. And again, that goes back to understanding the more knowledge you have, the more ways you know how to skin a cat, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's what's been evident with you. Where you're like, okay, there's different ways that I can do. Even the idea of like wholesaling. People are like, why would you? Because it's easy money. And it's money that's already in your in your system, in your pipeline. So I think a lot of people are going to have a hard time understanding how you're getting money from people to keep 100% of the equity. And again, to me, I've done that in the past as well. And what I've always said to people is like, it's all about how you explain the situation and how you tell your story. Mm-hmm. People are always willing, first of all, like a 20% return, it's it's insane, right? So most people would be crazy not to do so. But what have been some of the like key points that like, you know, have helped you close so many investors in investing with you on such a like really like crazy kind of like investment model? Because it's like, there is margin of error. You have reduced it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I know like some of my investors would be like, what about this? What about this? What about this? Right. Mm-hmm. So how do you prepare yourself for that meeting? I guess that what I wanted to say was honestly, that. yeah, honestly, this model is an easy sell. It really yeah. is. I think it's an easier sell than doing a traditional syndication. And let me explain why. So the traditional syndication, you'll have a preferred return, typically six, seven percent. Um, and so the investors will get a six or seven percent cash flow, typically paid mm-hmm. quarterly, um, which is not a ton of money. It's not. And then they'll get the rest of their their proceeds and their returns whenever you go to sell or refinance the property five to seven years down the road. So your money's tied up for five to seven years. You're going to get a 6% drip along the way, which is not life-changing. But with this model, we're going to give you a 20% cash flow paid monthly. By the way, we're going to assume all the liability, all the risk. You're just going to get the fixed 20% return. We'll give you your money back in 18 to 24 months. At that time, if you want to roll that back into another deal, we'll have more opportunities for you. How does that sound? If it's a fit, great. If not, no worries. Hey guys, real quick, I'm trying to hit 1,000 five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts within the first month of our launch so we can move up in the rankings and reach new audiences. In order for this to happen, I'm gonna need the help of you guys. If you could please take two seconds and leave a five-star review and rating, it would mean the world to me. We're also giving away cash prizes, free swag, and tickets to our yacht meetups here in San Diego. We'll be selecting winners January 18th to qualify. All you need to do is leave a review and send a screenshot to giveaway at summerscapital.com. I love you guys, and now back to the show. That's it. Done. Mic drop. 
we can all go home now. No, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, do you guys hear how simple the explanation was? And again, I think at the beginning, people that hear my story, hear my story, hear your story, Richard, like, well, but what else is there? And you're like, it's really not that Mm -hmm. much, right? It's like this simple, simple thing that I've said over and over and over again. And I know what I'm talking about. And you believe in the abundance is like, if it's not a fit for you, baby, it's no problem. Like, you know, yeah. what I mean? like, you go your way, I go my way and everything, everything is good. And real quick, one, one yeah. more thing I'll add to that before I move on is remember this when you're raising money, a confused mind doesn't act. And so what I mean by that is if you look at all these apartment syndicators out there, they have waterfalls and all these complex returns. And if we hit this, you know, target, then you're going to get this return and preferred. It's confusing. Investors have a lot of questions like, what is this and what is that? Yeah. A lot of times these operators, I've heard them on calls, they don't even know how to explain their own returns. Where's, where's this waterfall going? What's going on? With yeah. This waterfall? Yeah. It's, and it's some true. of these operators that, that are raising yeah. capital, they don't even know how to explain their own uh, return profile. I'm like, dude, yeah. like a confused mind doesn't act. So keep it simple. And that's why like with this 21% fixed debt model, it's so simple. I'm like, hey, this is what we're offering. This is when you can expect to get your money back. If it's a fit and you want to participate, great. If not, no worries. And that's it. Yeah, that was I was literally I was on mute because it was an ambulance going by, but I was literally going to say exactly what Rich said, because I was doing a call with somebody earlier that's in the middle of a raise for I think it's a 22 unit deal Mm -hmm. and they have all these waterfalls. And I was like, dude, this is too complicated. Like you're trying to articulate that to me and I know what you're talking about. Like some investor is going to be like, what the hell are you talking about? dude?" Yeah. No. And it's also I feel like it's it's the old way of of raising money or doing deals that is the old, like chunky, clunky kind of way of doing things, which, again, like keep us simple, stupid. And I think that is the biggest thing that people should know about our business is is really that just keep it simple, keep it stupid and just keep keep my personal opinion. A lot of people use that model to try and from an operator standpoint, the mm-hmm. one running the deal, they just try and do this to maximize their returns, not necessarily the investors. So it's like, dude, if you're good at what you do, just keep it simple, get your investors a good return, get their money back as quickly as you can and do it again. Yeah. Like, Don't overcomplicate it, do a good job, get them in the right deals, run it effectively and rinse and repeat. 100%. Yeah. Exactly. And, and be transparent with everything. Yeah. The good, the good and the bad. 100%. Because that's, I think, also like, and and I, I have two points, and then I have a question that I want to bring us to. So point number one is 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 that, right? Always be be transparent. Don't oversell and under-deliver. Always undersell and over-deliver. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, there is a lot of conversation about people raising money. Please, 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 if you do this show, do it right. Mike and I have a friend that is like, called me yesterday, super geeked out about something. And Mike and I had the same feedback to him. It's like, did you talk to an attorney? Do you know what you're doing? Do you know how you're asking for money? Do you know where you're doing it? And again, guys, like to me, the whole point about like me putting love and effort into this show is to help you create a life where you're free. And sometimes that's going to take the time that it takes. But please do not in a hurry do shit the wrong way and jeopardize yourself, your freedom over something that would have taken an extra year or two years or three years, but then you would be set for the rest of your life, right? So don't throw around the word syndication lightly. Don't throw around the word I'm, I'm guaranteeing money, right? Like Rich is seasoned, understand what he's doing. That's great. If you listen to the show and you want to do this stuff, again, there's no problems. There's no, it's, I'm not saying that you can't. It's just please be mindful. Please talk to an attorney and please do it. Do it right. 
And yeah. SEC I know somebody, attorney specifically. Exactly. Securities and Exchange Commission, <clears throat> SEC attorney. You know, because I know people like horror stories are coming out through some of the groups I'm a part of, of people that like are now bank fraud and bank schemes and like real, mm-hmm. real prison for something that I'm like, was it worth it? Yeah, yeah. You, you blew up over the last 12 to 18 months. But well, and here's the other thing. It's know? like, yeah, you, you, it's going to cost money to go hire an SEC attorney and do things right. But with the syndication, you're not paying those costs. The investors yeah. are paying those costs, right? 100%. And so it's not coming out of your pocket directly. Um, and then the last thing I'll say is this, is like before you even get to the point to where you're going to go raise capital, like go do some deals on your own with your own money. Get your I feet wet. What are you talking about? Exactly. Yeah, go get punched in the mouth with your own money and learn your lessons that way before you go take other people's money. Because at the I mean, end of the day, like if you're going to take money from others, you better trust in your bones that you're going to do good with that deal because that's a slice of income and time of that hard, you know, that person's time that they're never going to get back. And so and if you don't trust your bones, too, you right? Like you have no idea what you're gambling away somebody's future and like how long it took them. Right. And like, 100%. understand something that is rich talked about too. He per like they personally guarantee it. There is a, a level of honor. Like I've, I raise money. I pay people's money. If we're doing badly, that like my investors get paid out of my money, right? Because mm-hmm. that is my word to them. And like I did the investment, I ran the numbers. And if I did something wrong, you got to own up. You have to have extreme ownership as of, of, of your business. But that's how you keep investors, right? Because my investors now, they're like, hey, by the way, thank you for giving me back this money. I have that and more. Mm-hmm. Do you want it? Absolutely. Most people mistreat people's money and mistreat people's funds. Mm-hmm. Now, going to my question, right? 2023, super ambitious goal, 25 million worth of real estate. I know you, you're a planner, right? So what are you looking forward ahead? And you're like, okay, what do I need? Me, Rich, Summer's Capital, what do we need to accomplish this goal? Um, for us, it's simple. So it's really, it's really just we need the deals and we need the money. In order to get the money, we need to build the audience. So that means we need to be active on social media. I need to be going on other podcasts. Um, We need to be hosting events. We have our monthly meetups and we need everyone raising money on our team. So what I've done is created an ecosystem to where everyone on my team is going to have an opportunity to earn equity in all these deals that we buy based on how much capital they raise. So whether it's, you know, our acquisitions guy or it's, you know, the girls that are on the operations side, everyone's going to have an opportunity to raise money. Everyone has friends and family. And so in order for us to hit these targets, you know, 25 million, that's just the first target. Our big target is we want $1 billion of assets. And that's our 10-year target, right? And so in order for us to get to that, everyone's going to need to be raising money. Without raising money, this business doesn't go. Learning to become a successful real estate investor can take a lot of time and dedication, which some people just don't have. If you're one of these individuals, this doesn't mean you can't invest in real estate. My company, Summers Capital, is buying a bunch of boutique hotels right now, and you can invest with us in these deals without having to do any of the work. Our team sources the deals, we secure the lending, we take care of all the renovations, and we even handle all the day-to-day operations with our in-house management company, making it truly hands-off and passive for our investors. If you want to learn more to see if we can help you, go to Summers summerscapital.com slash invest to book a call with our team. Again, that's summerscapital.com slash invest. Now back to the show. I love that. And again, high level, creating win-win relationships all the way around. Mm-hmm. You get your team involved, you get their buy-in, and then you reward the team for that and grant them equity in a deal. 
Like mm-hmm. I love it. I freaking love it. 100%. So I know we're getting tight on time. I could talk to you all day, bro, but Same. I want to be respectful yeah. of your time. And Be- uh, before this wraps up though, I want to, I want to share this uh, hotel deal with you guys that we, we just uh, have an accepted offer on. It's a unique one. Let's hear it. I want to hear okay. it. So a year ago, a broker, a multifamily broker friend of mine shared this deal with me. One of his hospitality guys in his office had this deal that they were just shopping some offers. And at the time, I wasn't even looking for hotels. And so when we launched Summers Capital and got in here, I'm working with the acquisitions guy. I'm like, hey, let's follow up with this hotel. I'm curious what it traded for. And we noticed that it didn't trade. And so I reached out to that broker. and I said, hey, what's going on with this deal? Um, is it still available? And he goes, yeah, they didn't get the number they were looking for a year ago. Um, so they decided just to hold it and they're going to continue like, you know, operating it. And so I said, hey, what are the chances we could tour it? Are they still interested in selling? And so we typed up an expression of interest. We said, hey, we'd be interested to buy your hotel between this price and this price. What are the chances we could tour it? So I was like, great, go tour it. So we went and toured it. It's off market. And uh, it's unique. It's six blocks from our office here in downtown San Diego, just a few blocks from the bay. We're close to the airport and just a block off of India Street, which is where all the trendy uh, restaurants and like bars are in, in San Diego right now. And so anyways, this deal is interesting. 24 rooms, no off street parking. It's 100 years old. It's very tired. It needs it needs some some life brought back into it. it needs a full renovation, which is good for our model. But the challenges are this. It's got no off street parking. It doesn't have 24 bathrooms. So there's 24 rooms, but four of the rooms, I believe, do not have bathrooms. And so a couple of the rooms that they're operating right now have bunks and there's some there's some people that share some of the bathrooms. And so we thought, okay, if we're going to do a full renovation uh, and, and kind of position this as more of a luxury independent hotel, higher end, are we going to be able to mix transient guests that are kind of renting out bunks with high-end guests? And we thought we could, but... It might not be the best business model. And so we thought, well, what if we get creative? You know, there's no off-street parking. So what's the solution for this? What if we did the rent by the bed model? And so we went and toured a bunch of the surrounding hostels here in downtown San Diego. And what we found was a lot of these hostels are charging 50, 60, 70 bucks a night for their bunks. And they're like all run down C-class properties, deferred maintenance, like not nice at all. Just very, very tired properties. And they're doing a good job driving occupancy and, and ADR with these bunks. And so we thought, well, what if we renovate this entire property and bring in like a, like a high-end, nice, clean, not just a place to stay, but like a trendy experience and like really hit the social media marketing heavy and do like nice custom built-in pods to where everyone has a little bit of privacy. They can have their own little workstation, maybe a little TV charging station and just kind of position it that way. And so that's how we underwrote the hotel. And by doing that, by putting five and a half, six beds per room, we're able to really, really drive that ADR and like the rev par. And this is just conservative numbers. Like right now the hotel is doing 800 a year. With our model being somewhat conservative, we're confident we can hit 1.8 million in revenue by doing this. Damn, dude. So like to highlight some quick high-level math, what are cap rates out there? So hotel cap rate in San Diego right now is 6.9%. And because of the climate that we're in, I tell the team, I'm like, look, let's add 100 basis points to that right now and just assume when we refi this deal in 18 months, it's going to be 79 Yeah. I was going to say I'd underwrite it at like eight and be conservative. So, Mm -hmm. okay. Let's just say, so you're adding a million bucks in top line. 
and let's just say the expense ratio. I've never done a hostel type, but let's just say it's sixty percent, just for shits, right? Sixty sure. percent expense ratio. So that adds four hundred thousand dollars in net operating income. Okay, I'm just doing quick math on my calculator. Okay, now divide that by point zero eight. By doing that, guys. Okay, by doing this, he just added five million dollars in equity to this deal. Okay, so. That's why I love the commercial stuff. And if you follow my Instagram, you'll see I've been heavy with the hotel stuff lately because you, there's just so much more room to force appreciation. Like mm-hmm. you have much more direct control over the value of the property because it's all based on the amount of net operating income that it produces. Right. So, dude, that's a killer idea. I like it a lot. And especially if it's like a trendy area, yeah, like it's the right area with the right model and the right marketing can definitely make that work. 100% because to, to run a standard hotel room out here with like a motel six, for example, or like a super eight, you're going to be dropping 150 bucks, you know? And so mm-hmm. for someone like me, even if I'm traveling somewhere, I'd rather drop 70 bucks and be in like a really cool, clean spot and an opportunity to meet other solo travelers and business people. To me, that's more appealing personally. Mm-hmm. You know, Dude, I love it. I love it. So this is early stages for this, right? Or did Very you get- early stages. We just haven't accepted LOI. We're we're waiting for the first draft from the legal. We're hoping to have this under contract and executed by early next week. And then we'll have 21 days due diligence. We need to f- get some more answers from the city, from legal on what we can and cannot do. We got to run our contractors through there. And um, from there, once we get through DD, if it's a green light, we're going to raise the money and hopefully get this thing uh, tied up and, and closed by January sometime. Damn, dude. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, dude, this has been super fun. Selfish. You might for, do a for part two after after January when you close on that one and just yeah, we should do it in like maybe like March once. Well, maybe March or April whenever like the Reno's done and we get this thing live. Yeah. And yeah, uh, we well, can do a mastermind, a mastermind event at the at the hotel and everybody just kind of hangs out together sharing. That'd be cool. I love know? that. I'd I also like, love uh, to get you guys out here for one of our yacht meetups. Yeah, I mean. Dude. If we don't meet on a yacht, we're not. I thought it was cool out. to do it once at our event, and you're doing <laughs> no, it on the reg. Out no, there, like man. Rich was like, "Oh, I like this. I'm gonna do this every month." And Mike is like, "Wait, <laughs> what? This is a special thing." And Rich is like, "Yeah, it is. Every <laughs> month, come, come." I, I like I like hanging out with E on the yacht, man. E's a, he's a good time. <laughs> uh, we can it. count on E for you know what I mean. Hugs I like and good times. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, thank you again for coming on. Before we get into the last question, where can folks, you know, get in contact with you and learn more about uh, Summers Capital and Fortune Cribs and all the good stuff that you guys got going on? Yeah, absolutely. So I put a lot of good free content on my uh, Instagram. I'm very active on Instagram. It's at rich underscore summers. And uh, if you want to learn more about uh, investing in boutique hotels, you can check us out summerscapital.com. And uh, if you want to check out my new podcast, which is dropping February, I'm sorry, December 13th, it's the Rich Summers Report. Love it, dude. Love it. So the last question that we ask all of our guests is, what is your number one secret to success with short-term rentals? I'm going to answer that in, in the perspective of what's my number one secret to success in just real estate investing in general and business. And I'm going to say it's just simply taking action. You know, uh, most people, when they have a new idea, they go into a big planning phase and they wait for the plan to be perfect before they ever get started. And because a plan is never going to be perfect, most people actually never get started. And so for me, every time I've had the most growth or success in my life, it's simply by just taking step one and that's taking action and committing to the goal in the target and then figuring out how after as I go, because we're always going to be pivoting along the journey. Love it. Love it. Well, Rich, thank you again for coming on here, man. Really excited to hear 
how this next project turns out and uh pumped to see you guys grow in 2023 and beyond bro appreciate you guys likewise always a pleasure chatting with you guys and uh if i don't talk to you guys in the meantime have a uh happy and safe holidays likewise, likewise brother all right thanks see everybody you. take That's care nice.